Finally, time for Profit from ERP. It's the podcast, I'm Gene Hammonds. Today we're gonna be taking a look at emerging pharma manufacturers as well as life sciences companies. Companies that are just coming out of the clinical trial phases, maybe pre-commercial or or ready to do the IPO and go public and, and bring a product to market. Over the years, I've done a lot of work with groups like Samsung's Biopharma Efforts, Insys Therapeutics, some division-level J&J shops. My background was originally biopharma manufacturing for hospitals and such. In all, I've been working on and off in FDA-regulated areas since about the mid-80s. But recently, we've been working with a lot of emerging pharma and life science companies, companies that are coming off QuickBooks and and looking for the entire ERP package. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So if this is your wheelhouse, welcome along for the ride to a guide to ERP for the pharmaceutical industry. The podcast is sponsored by NetStock, where they say make better inventory decisions. If your company is needing advanced inventory management, NetStock's cloud-based inventory management software may be just what you need. Now, just about every ERP package has some function of inventory, but in certain instances, you need more. Dashboards and visual reports to manage better inventory forecasts, focusing on your best moving items, better KPIs, all to get a better view of inventory with visibility and accountability. NetStock integrates with the largest ERP packages, Acumatica, NetSuite, Microsoft Dynamics, SAP Business One, the Sage family of ERP, and more. To find out more, get in touch with my old friend Russ Groff, VP Sales at NetStock. He's been a friend of the program for over 15 years. Tell them Gene sent you. Look on our sponsor page or go to netstock.co. That's netstock.co. All right, let's get to it. It's our guide to ERP for the pharmaceutical industry. For emerging pharma manufacturers, the finish line of clinical trials is really just your starting gate for a whole new range of business challenges. After you go public and, and after you go commercial, you've still got plenty of FDA regulations. But now you're going to add a new host of obligations, more reporting and, and business essentials. Typically, that list is going to include things like SEC reporting, SOX compliance, FP&A, managing a company of hundreds or soon to be hundreds of employees with all the related expenses, payroll, Managing a supply chain, you may have multiple stages, stops and starts in your supply chain, as well as negotiating things like gross to net, insurance and Medicare reimbursements. It's pretty obvious QuickBooks can no longer manage a budding enterprise like that. It's time for ERP software. And there's many considerations to keep in mind when considering ERP for the pharma industry. So let's talk about that now. ERP. That's your operational backbone. ERP stands for Enterprise Resource Planning. And the resources it covers includes your entire enterprise, which includes accounting, inventory, purchasing, billing, supply chain, manufacturing, and of course reporting. Almost every department is affected by ERP, either directly or indirectly. And while QuickBooks or other accounting software is a great option when the company's less than 10 people, There are a lot of options after QuickBooks, and for most CFOs, the question is, should we jump into ERP before going public or before going commercial? The answer to that is yes, you should make that leap as soon as it's feasibly possible because costs are at stake. But it's more than just replacing QuickBooks with another ERP software. There's there's a lot of moving parts, software and processes that are going to help you move your business forward. And so here's a brief guide. ERP for the pharmaceutical industry. Decision one, 
what kind of pharma manufacturer are we going to be? Option one is for actual manufacturers. If you plan to operate or own pharmaceutical manufacturing plants, historically, you were looking at tier one software, such as Oracle, SAP, Microsoft Dynamics AX, or Lawson M3. These are large tier one software products that handle the entire manufacturing process, including the creation of FDA-controlled batch records, full lot traceability, product genealogy from sourcing to distribution center, and as you're using the software to produce a regulated product, it requires validation as an actual medical device. That in and of itself is a three to six month process. You're also going to need staff to support a tier one solution, including dedicated IT staff and ongoing consulting support. Costs range from 700000 to $3 million, and annual maintenance, server support, and upgrades are a cost to include in every annual budget. Now, mid-market Mid-market options include Sage X3, Ross by Aptian, and as of recently, NetSuite has developed a workable validation protocol to manage a cloud-based ERP within FDA-regulated farm environments. We'll talk more about that in, in a later blog post. Mid-market ERP packages range from roughly 200000 to 400000 and while you wouldn't want to manage multiple factories and hundreds of products, companies in the $5 million to $500 million annual revenue range find mid-market solutions viable and affordable. Option number two, contract manufacturing or distribution. Now, contract manufacturing. Of course, your firm is considered the manufacturer of record by the FDA. But if you completely outsource everything to CMOs, that's contract manufacturing organizations, and you distribute through the industry standard 3PLs, that's the third-party logistics groups, you're really a distributor, which opens you up to many more options as far as software goes. In this case, the software systems at the CMO and the 3PL are the system of record for manufacturing and product genealogy. They're the guys that are handling the products. They know when it happens, and they're able to record at the time of transaction. In the event of a product recall or needing to track and trace, the system of record is with those outside contractors who are actually handling the pharmaceuticals. This eliminates the need for ERP validation within the contract manufacturer, with, that's you, and opens us up to a lot more options. Now we can include all the cloud-based ERPs and products like NetSuite, Sage X3, Acumatica, Microsoft Dynamics Nav, and, and Dynamics 365. Costs now range from 150000 up to 500000 And these are ballpark estimates at best. NetSuite's particularly interesting. It's, it's built for the cloud, and it was launched in 2005. It's, it's the market leader in ERP for mid-sized companies right now. And a lot of contract pharma companies are turning to NetSuite. Now, published figures are, are not readily available, but our recent market estimates show over 30 different emerging pharma contract manufacturers have launched NetSuite projects in the last 24 months. There are some caveats. With any reseller channel, Partners, support firms, and other organizations can number several hundred options nationwide. And not every reseller is a good choice for an emerging pharma company. Ideally, you're going to want to engage an outside consulting team that's familiar with pharma requirements and who have helped other emerging pharma companies make the moves from QuickBooks to ERP. Starting with a best practices approach allows you to cover the basics of what's needed to meet numerous regulatory and business issues and to get your team through the startup phases. 
Then, should you and your team want to deviate from practice norms or take a different approach, you can systematically handle those initiatives once the company is, is up and running. It should also be noted that evaluating and setting up ERP software is a time-consuming task for your internal team. There's training, configuration, accounting processes to be determined, business issues to decide, many of which are completely new processes to a completely new team. It's a daunting task. You need to have the right people and clearly defined task teams as well as a realistic project plan to manage the workload. Software selection and evaluation is normally a four to six month process, with full implementation and optimization being the next five to nine months. Some of these processes can run concurrently, but that assumes you've staffed up to a level, allowing separate project teams to be working in tandem. Also, as you bring in many people new to the company with different experiences using other older technologies, putting everyone into the design architecture process is not the most efficient method of doing business. We, we want buy-in from the entire staff, but we understand that the future requirements of this company should supersede the wishes of individual team members and what they used to do at an old company. Component ERP, building out. Given the complexities that you're facing in the pharmaceutical business, there's no ideal one-size-fits-all ERP software solution from the very smallest to tier one. So the current concept is to start with a modern cloud-based back-end ERP and connect all the other elements we need. At one time, different software programs used to use proprietary languages. Networking protocols were different, and the only way one system talked to another was usually through middleware. And this was a cumbersome strategy where three or more systems all needed to be maintained. And an upgrade to one system could require you to upgrade the rest. If only the software vendors relied on the same release schedule, it might have been, no, it wouldn't have been easy. <laughs> Enter the internet. Today, the one common feature of cloud-based software is the connecting network, the internet itself. Today, we're not having to translate between languages as the interface is common to both. This allows us to take different software components and create our own overall solution, integrating where needed and freely passing information back and forth. Here's the most common components we deploy in emerging pharma companies. Inventory management. Initially, most emerging pharma companies are managing a single drug with a single strength and indication. If only life would stay that simple. Knowing your inventory position at all times, as well as being able to forecast and plan your supply chain years into the future, means you need to understand what's happening at your offsite partners. All your CMOs and your 3PLs. And while all good supply chain partner companies will report what's going on, the ideal situation is to integrate and mirror the inventory position within your own ERP, providing you instant access for all your internal users, instant financial transaction data updates, and allowing your ERP to do the hard work of projecting shortages and alerting you months prior to an impending outage. There are generally three ways to connect a pharma ERP to the CMO 3PL system of record. Blockchain developments are on the horizon, but until that technology is proven, we're recommending the following systems. EDI, Electronic Data Interchange. It's one solution. It's complex. It's a pre-internet system developed, I think, by General Motors. It's very expensive and it's quite cumbersome. And while some of the newer versions promise simplicity, most manufacturers who are relying on EDI will also have an IT resource dedicated to managing and troubleshooting that EDI. FTP, File Transfer Protocol. 
Many CMOs and 3PLs maintain FTP sites. At the end of the day or any other agreed time interval, the internal software of the 3PL will post a CSV file on the FTP site, or SFTP for Secured File Transfer Protocol, and this sets up an automated process where your ERP goes out and sweeps the FTP site. Data is then uploaded into the ERP system. So you've got inventory transfers, sales, incoming shipments. All activities are reported and mirrored within the ERP system. This gives us both the visibility to our inventory and allows the ERP's MRP, or Material Resource Planning, an opportunity to track supply chain performance. Email reports. Similarly, some CMOs will send a nightly report to a dedicated email box maintained at, at your pharma company's site, and you can sweep that with the ERP system and the transactions will be uploaded. Initially, these approaches might seem overkill for a single product. However, as pharmaceutical manufacturers grow and expand, this automates one of the most daunting challenges a manufacturer faces, keeping track of that supply chain. Most CMO processes end up being multi-stage. Ingredients are created at Laboratory 1 and shipped to an encapsulator or a tablet processing facility. From there, it could be blister packaging or bottling at a, at a different location. Then on to the cartoning facility for inserts, boxes, and labels, finally packing it into cases. And then it's shipped to the 3PL. In all, we're supporting a complex, interrelated bill of materials to include version-controlled inserts and labels, cycle times at different processors, shipping times, all while managing the artwork and copy for boxes, labels, and inserts from printing houses. Run a few different products, and all of a sudden, you've got a lot of complexity. The time to master your ERP controls of the entire supply chain is during your initial commercialization process when you're bringing one drug to market. Then as your supply chain expands and complexities multiply, we're using reliable, trusted, automated processes to forecast our complete manufacturing lead times, track raw materials, and find out when our finished goods are at multiple off-site locations. FP&A, Financial Planning Analysis. Generally, you use a software that's known as EPM, Enterprise Performance Management, or CPM, Corporate Planning Management. This software extends the reporting functionality found in most ERP systems. It transfers or connects to the underlying transactional data, and it provides the following functions. Budgets. It automates the budgeting process by collecting data in each department and collating multiple budgets and what-if scenarios. This allows pharma companies to track long-term clinical phase testing cost forecasts and expected revenue streams and make what-if decisions. Consolidations. If you have multiple company structures, combining financial statements is quicker and period encloses are faster and more reliable using EPM software. SEC reporting. It gathers data to compile your Q's and K's. The first step is the EPM system, which pulls all the relevant data together. Some of the more common EPM software includes Adaptive Insights, Host Analytics, Profics, Anaplan, with dozens of other potential solutions available. Workiva automates SEC reporting using the data from EPM. And all these systems have their own strengths and weaknesses, and they're evaluated towards your specific company requirements prior to purchase and deciding which ones fit for you. Consultants who are familiar with the process and these tools are going to have a significant advantage in helping you plan the process and identify the best tools for an emerging pharma manufacturers. And that translates into significant time savings and often sizable discounts on the products themselves. 
R&D, the Research and Development Department. Tracking R&D both before and after commercialization is best handled by project accounting within the ERP package. Project managers can create budgets, issue POs, track statuses, do percent completions, committed budgets and expenditures within the PA module. And after commercialization, we can produce a P&L for each indication, strength, and formulation. CRM, or Customer Relationship Management. A program such as Salesforce CRM or Viva CRM will help the sales team track potential subscribing physicians and align territories, track sales activities and related data. And then employee expenses. Simple systems like Concur or Expensify allow employees to track travel spend, submit expense reports, file receipts, and reconcile corporate credit card expenses, which leads us to Sunshine Law requirements. Pharma companies have the additional regulations that when sales staff interacts with a prescribing physician or other healthcare provider, the Sunshine Law or Open Payments Law requires that a pharma manufacturer provide anything of value, whether it's lunch or an honorarium for speaking about a drug product, those payments have to be reported to the CMS. That's the Centers for Medicaid and Medicare Services. Concur does a good job of maintaining a national directory of healthcare providers and allows the employee to code the line items of the expense to the NPI or the National Provider Identification Number. Combining Concur reports with ERP reports allows the pharma manufacturer to either format and upload to CMS.gov or use an outside vendor and software program to submit the required reports. HR and payroll. Normally, payroll and HR are supplied by outside providers. ADP, UltiPro, Paychex, and other platforms handle employee self-service for HR and payroll processes are all managed externally. While many ERP programs offer a payroll module, keeping current tax information for multiple jurisdictions and the general risk of payroll as well as changing HR regulations is really better served by a dedicated outside organization than working on it internally. Gross to net. There are so many factors that affect the sales price of a prescription, such as insurance coverage, negotiated pricing, Medicare, Medicaid, discount programs for uninsured, and other factors. Now, while pharma contract manufacturers generally rely on the 3PL to handle the sales to the specialty and retail pharmacies, and they do the collections as well, they then use a data aggregation site to allow the business office to analyze actual sales data as it's reported from the retail pharmacies to determine a gross revenue number. And with multi-payer systems, this data may be 60, 90, 100 days in coming. Until then, a gross to net revenue adjustment is entered into the ERP to avoid overstating your revenue. While the data aggregator does not directly tie into the ERP, selecting the right providers can make life much simpler and on and on. We haven't even gotten into serialization. That's a whole nother subject. There are also software systems to manage your investments, your employee stock options and trading. Many pharma companies also invest in, in business intelligence, BI tools to analyze large data sets. This is by no means a comprehensive list of everything for every contract pharma manufacturer, but it's designed to kind of give you an idea what an emerging company needs, the scope and magnitude of bringing a QuickBooks managed company to full commercialization. The important thing to remember that each of these component software systems requires a software selection process to select the best fit for a particular company in terms of features, budgets, and functionality. All have different levels of implementation, integration, and configuration. And don't forget about the effort needed for user acceptance testing and end user training. 
When it's done right, these technology investments cut your future cost and drive efficiencies, allowing the company to grow further with fewer staff additions. And that's what our software practice is all about. Done right, we can help you launch a pharmaceutical manufacturing concern without adding excess full-time employees. We've done it before with plenty of emerging pharma outfits, so we know what needs to be done, how quickly it usually needs to happen, and how to get it right the first time without a lot of false starts and, and, and rework. And as I mentioned before, I've been working in FDA-regulated industries since the mid-80s with nearly 400 software projects lifetime. So we already know the costs, we know the time frame, we have the network of experienced pharma software experts. If it's a tier one ERP package or a mid-market more affordable option, we'll help you find the right software, implement in an effective and efficient manner, and get you what you need to run a successful company and get it up and running. Whether you're a mid-market emerging contract manufacturer or a big market multi-plan operation, we can design a project that fits your budget, takes advantage of the expertise you already have on staff, and brings to the table knowledgeable guidance that you don't have. It's all about making sure you end up with profit from ERP. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Today's focus was emerging pharma companies. Next week, we'll take on food and beverage. There's an upcoming podcast on strictly the methodology top companies use and why you need help with ERP and more. It's all about business. It's all about technology. It's Profit from ERP, the podcast. I'm Gene Hammonds. I'm your podcast host and the practice director for Vaco Resources ERP software practice. Vaco is a premier talent and solutions company with offices in 40 plus cities globally, providing staffing and consulting in financial, IT, technology, and much more. See the full Vaco story at Vaco, V-A-C-O.com. Also, subscribe to our weekly podcast and check out the ERP news at our website, ProfitFromERP.com. And we'll make sure you're up to date on the latest technology, the latest ERP trends and developments, and again, making sure you profit from ERP. And if you're not profiting from your ERP, remember, it's Gene at ProfitFromERP.com. Thanks, and have a great day.